you for joining us for the Help for Wounded Spirits broadcast. We exist to help those wounded and suffering through life's trials. Here is our host and best-selling author, Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you, folks. We certainly hope this finds you well and in the arms of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Happy New Year. And uh, with me is Pastor Tony Miller. Yes. Uh, I know you guys get excited about hearing him. He, I think the last time he was here uh, has been about six months, and the time before that was New Year's last year. So this is, a, I believe, our third New Year's in a row, Pastor Miller, for you to stop by. Well, we are celebrating the New Year together, aren't we? <laughs> we are. And, uh, you know, just a couple days away here. And, and, and so we... we we always ask you guys if you have any questions, email us and things of that nature. And along the way this year, I think we answered about 25 or 30 of your questions. We had two come through. One was private, didn't want to be on the air, answered last week. And a, another question came through from an anonymous lady, a, a missionary daughter who went through uh, Bible college, Pastor Miller, and uh, graduated and uh, graduated with a degree in what she wanted to do in life. And Went back with her parents to the mission field. She was an engaged lady. A young man had uh, asked her to marry him. They were mm -hmm. all ready to get married. Plans were in motion for two or three months later. Everything was so exciting. And when she got home, uh, she found out that he no longer was interested in marrying her. He broke off the relationship with her. And so she poses the question, um, what recommendations would you make to her to get through this? And uh, I know that's a, that's a big, big question. Yeah, so you could go a lot of directions with this question. But really, one of them is through these trauma times, for any time we go through trial and trouble like this, draw nigh to God, and he'll draw nigh to you. And so going to the Word and looking for the Lord to give her comfort. Now, people can come along and be a great help. But Paul said we even just comfort one another with the comfort we've received from God in 2 Corinthians 1. Right. And so I would just say for her, and most of all, to keep her relationship with God close and warm. But also the second one is to not think that life is over for her. As she had thoughts, this is the way my life's going to be. And most of us realize as we look back on our lives Life hasn't turned out the way we anticipated. How many times, Doug, you and I have thought, yeah. this is the way it was going to be, and it didn't turn out that way. Well, this is not an end-of-life experience for her. If she can see that and maybe even realize, hey, this maybe wasn't good long-term, what was going to turn out in this relationship, and thank God if God was protecting her by having that to break up. You know, I, I've got a relative of mine right now. I'm wondering if this is really the relationship this person ought to have that's my relative with someone else. And I've just been praying, God, if this is not right, would you break it up? Yeah. Okay? No, that's good. And then the last thing I would say, don't think it's over for you to be able to have a close relationship without feeling like I've got to protect myself all the time. Because what happens many times a young lady in this situation, I remember counseling a young lady in this very same thing at a Christian college, been dropped while they were at camp counseling together and her fiance just dropped her out of the sky. 
And she was a closed book. She wasn't going to open up with anybody and get hurt again like that. So what that does, that keeps you from communicating openly with your heart. And, you know, love is a relationship where you have to share and give your heart, open up. And you become vulnerable. But how about God? Did he not become vulnerable with us? His heart, it was opened up and his own son died. And you think of the hurt of that for our well-being. And so she needs to be careful that she doesn't live life the rest of her life guarding that heart so that she won't get hurt. You're going to get hurt. If if you love somebody, you're going to get hurt. Yeah. And so she's got to be willing to open up. And there may be Mr. Right come now in her life. You never know. And so she can go on, use her major with what God has trained her for. And on the path of duty, you will find the right young man. I've seen uh, guys that worked for me as assistants. I go to the mission field single. I think of two of them. (laughs) And they went to the mission field single and uh, got over there. And guess what? They found their wife on the mission field. Yeah, you never know where that's going to come from. And and let me just say this to you, ma'am. And and, uh, uh, this isn't about you. This is this is not about you. This is about the guy. I, I've met people, sadly, pastor, who say, I, I, "There's something wrong with me. I'm not right. I, you know, maybe I'm, my relationship with God isn't where it should be. Maybe I didn't do the right things for this guy." Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, just what pastor said. I love the direction he went. This is a God thing, and uh, I believe, like pastor believes, that God has a greater plan for you. Yes. And 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 don't blame yourself for this. Just just accept it. I love the way pastor said that. You know. Uh, Sometimes, you know, there's a turn in the road and, uh, and, and it seems out of the way and it's bumpy, but then you back out on the road again and everything's great. Yes. Yeah. Good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's true. Well, we're so excited. So we got a series this week called new, new things. And, and I talked to pastor about this about a week and a half ago and confirmed. And then right away on the night we confirmed this was happening. Uh, he wrote me some five different points that he's going to cover one for each day of this week. And, and we want to shout out to, I almost forgot. We want to shout out to Kevin Rob, who's with us all the time. And, uh, brother, brother, Rob, his dear mom went to heaven the day before yesterday, or by the time you hear this, uh, literally six days prior to you hearing this, he, uh, his dear mom went to heaven. So pray for Kevin and, uh, hold him in your thoughts and we'll be back with him soon. So the, the first point I want to make here on number one, you know, our pastor wants to make is I love this is, is a new Testament, uh, or covenant in Jesus blood is what God provides. I'm going to read a couple verses. Pastor's going to hop in. We're going to do our usual thing here. Uh, for this is my blood over in Matthew 26, 28 of the new Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Well, thank God for that. Then over in mm. 1 Corinthians eleven twenty five, after the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the new Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And, and pastor, I look at those verses and I'm excited. Those are good ones. Oh yeah. The, you, this is where it begins. Uh, we talk about a new year and the beginning of a new year, but really the Christian life starts with this very thing of God's new covenant or new Testament. Yeah. In fact, the, our place that we read most to get our direction as Christians is the new Testament. Right. And what is that New Testament? Well, uh, first of all, I got to define two things. When people think of a testament, I think of a last will and testament. 
Yeah. And that's a that's God's document saying this is the agreement I'm going to have with people and my son dies and you know you don't get a uh, a will read until after someone dies. Yeah. And that's what's happened here. Jesus now says I'm going to die and this enactment of this new testament or new covenants going into effect and you're going to have all the blessings the will's going to be read and you're going to be the beneficiaries. And that will can't change. It's a legal document. That's exactly right. It's in black and white. We have it in the New Testament, spelled out. But it took Jesus' death to inaugurate the New Covenant or the New Testament. And that's exactly what we need to look at as we even go into this. And let me think with you just a moment, because some of you are depressed. Yeah. You know, you get war going on like we're seeing in our world all over, and War brings depression. Let's face it. It's, it's very difficult and negative. Even when I listen to what's going on in war-torn countries on the news, I have to keep myself praying and not just thinking of all the terrible things that are going on. I'll get depressed. Yeah. But the fact that some people look at the past year, uh, they get depressed. You know, failure. I didn't do this. I should have done this. I, I I could have done this better. Oh, yeah. Sort of thing. And so whenever I transition from one ministry stage in my life to another one, or from one year to the next, I have a habit. And that is, Lord, you know some things I didn't do right. And I think I've tried to keep short accounts with you. But if there is anything that I failed you in, I want to put it under the blood of Jesus Christ to start this new year or this new ministry. Yeah, Lord, I can't stay hung up on guilt and depression or negative things of the past. And that's something that maybe some people need to make a resolve this year, beginning of the new year. I'm going to get all of that under the blood and leave it under the blood. I'm going to... That's the hard thing though, right? I mean, the, the hardest thing I think for all of us is to... You know, we get these memories, we, we get these failures we think we've had or someone else has had. And, and the hardest thing for us as Christians is to just leave that at the altar, give it, uh, you know, yeah. leave it under the blood of God. Yeah. This past year, I talked to a Christian that attempted to take their life by suicide. Wow. And uh, talking with that Christian, that Christian said, I did a very bad thing. He kept saying, I did a very bad thing in the hospital. And, you know, and, and I said, listen, remember that the blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, cleanses from all sin. Oh, it sure does. Folks, we'll be right back with you. Let's let the radio stations. Doug will return shortly. Meanwhile, you're hearing this music while radio stations are identifying themselves and broadcasting advertisements. Boy, that's quite a picture. When I'm thinking about that, I want you to go right back there, Pastor. So you're in the hospital room with a with a gentleman who tried to commit suicide. Yeah, this individual tried to commit suicide. Okay. And they kept trying trying to get across to him. I did a very bad thing, feeling guilt, really recognizing this was wrong. I shouldn't have done this to to God. I'm a Christian and I'm I've got a Christian family and 
you know what I kept repeating? The blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses from all sin. And that's what we talk about in this New Testament. But it takes care of the past in our lives. But it's also the basis for our having a relationship with God in the future. And something good can come out of this. I know this is really difficult. You know, this terrible thing of, of trying, going against God's will, obviously, yep. and trying to commit self-murder. Yep. And something can come out of that. And, and folks, that's the important thing we need to remember. You know, the worst thing I've ever done and the best thing I've ever done have the same characteristics. Uh, so God can use those things somehow in my life to help somebody else. And when these worst things come along, we can live in the guilt zone. Well, yeah, and that's exactly what Satan wants to do. But God says, my blood that my son shed for the New Testament covenant means it's cleansed. Yeah. And I'm just and faithful. You know, it says if we confess our sin right after that, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins yeah. and to cleanse us from all righteousness and unrighteousness. And that's a promise to believers. He's writing to Christians, John is, my little children. Yeah. And so the fact that he tried to do that, and some people say, well, nobody would ever do this. Well, Elijah wanted to die. Jonah wanted to <laughs> yeah, die. Yeah. You stop and Jonah think. Jonah asked God to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you have a high position or a low position. You, suicide's not the answer. Satan wants to do that, get you to thinking that way. But if you do try to do it and it doesn't work, God has a purpose for you still being here, and he wants to use you, so be cleansed by the blood of the New Testament. Yeah. Now, I guess this begs the question. Over time, I mean, you pastor thousands of people. People, this is a transit community. It's not a military community, but, I mean, it's yes. a transit community. You had people come through. And I mean, what's the, what's the number one, I, I'm trying to say this right, help that you would say to families that you would say, I mean, I know whole families that are caught in someone's sin. Like I had a lady not too long ago come up to me and, and make a comment at church. And the comment was, well, my husband messed us all up. Our family's gone. And I had to stop her <laughs> and say, ma'am, it is not. You know, to the contrary, here you are at church. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ is still your Savior, and as long as he is, there's hope. As long as you're okay, you know, we can come out of this. And so, so I, guess, I, I guess what I'm saying to you, there, there's not only the person who's done this terrible thing. Uh, so this individual who tried to commit suicide, let's say they have parents who are suffering from guilt or significant others, you know, a husband or a wife or wife, you know what I'm saying? Sure. And they're in the guilt. Th this needs to be something where people need to get this right as a group, right? Yeah, as a and, family. And, and, and with this person, I had to talk to the mate and one of the children mm. that's, and really work through this. You know, th this is not something that you should take personal. Yeah, this is something that they made a choice. It's their responsibility. Now, if there's anything you need to learn through this yourself, learn it. But don't you go into a guilt trip either. If there's something you look and say, I did wrong to this, I should go ask forgiveness. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, cleanses for all sin. Yeah, it's not a right. It's not a generational thing. Folks, listen, uh, we have a savior. And, and uh, we, you know, my dad wasn't a good man. Uh, he did some good things in his life, served the Army. 
uh, during World War II, at the end of it there, was a, was a good man that way, but was abusive and all that. Uh, but by God's grace, he got saved. But I couldn't live all those years before he got saved, you know, which was 50 years of my life. I couldn't live 50 years of my life saying I'm no good uh, because my father was no good. And, uh, and we see that Elijah said, I'm not as good as my father. Some other people say. Well, I, is, I, Ezekiel yeah. 18 clears out this psychological determinism that I've got to turn out the way I am because of my parents. My parents did this. There's three generations mentioned in Ezekiel 18. This is a one that did wrong, I mean right. And then the next generation, this son does wrong. And then he has a son, and this son chooses to do right. It's an individual choice. Yeah. And so we've got to decide not because of our society or our family, we got to decide, choose you this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, I plan to serve the Lord. Yeah. Okay, and that's the choice that's got to be made. But the fact that somebody messed up my life and did me wrong, no. Don't live there. God God is the God of multiple second chances. You think of Jonah. Yeah running from God, from his calling, and he messed it up. No, God said, okay, Jonah, you're wrong. I'm going to get a whale, and I'm going to take you and put you back out on the beach, and you head back to where you're supposed to go. And so God keeps dealing with Jonah over and over again about his rebellion. The thing that we need to do is just come and say, the blood of Christ cleanses me from the past. If I mess up in my life, the future... He will cleanse. Now, that doesn't mean we want to go out and sin just because we know God's going right. to forgive us. Because right. John later on comes in chapter 2 of 1 John. He says, My little children, these things write unto you not so that you don't sin. But if any man sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Amen. Yeah, and it always comes back to Jesus. And that's why I want to say about new. There's two Greek words in the New Testament for new. Naos and kainos. And naos means something that relates to time. And it has to do with the idea of something that is just recently produced or comes out, like a new car. I have a 213 car, 170,000 miles on it, turned 171 here recently, thousand. Okay. And been a good car, very dependable, but I can't say, well, this is a new car. It just recently was manufactured, no, 10, 11 years ago. It, so it's not new in time, but you can have another type of, and that's kinos, and it means fresh or new in quality. And this is what he's talking about with the New Testament. He's saying that those two words are used both with reference to the New Testament that Jesus' blood brought about. One, this is a new type of covenant with God. It's not like the Mosaic law. It's new in time. It started at Pentecost, after the death of Christ, and this is the church testament time. But it's new in quality. The Old Testament covenant, laws, commands, you couldn't keep them. Yeah. Okay, it just showed you sin, but it didn't get you out of sin. New Testament it's very clear. In fact, if we can, I'd like to go to Hebrews. Sure, go if ahead, we brother. Could, we got yeah, about a minute and a half left. Yeah, let me read. There's four things that he says is new about this covenant compared Great. to Mosaic law. And it's in Hebrews where the writer is saying, 
we've got a better high priest. We have a high priest. And he says, in this new covenant, with this new high priest, he says, I want you to look at the four different things. And so he talks about better promises here at the end. But he says, for, for finding fault with him, he saith, Behold, the day comes, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. They can become Christians. And he says, Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the days when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, Mosaic covenant, because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel in those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws in their mind. So we'll not have just the laws on tablet. We'll have it inside our hearts. Amen. And write them on their hearts. And I will be to them a God. Hey, Pastor, you know yeah. what we're going to do because of our radio station time? We're going to come back tomorrow and hop right back into this Good. and get some explanation. We sure do love you, folks. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our broadcast. At Help for Wounded Spirits, we believe the Bible and place great importance on you having a personal relationship with your Lord and Savior. The Bible delivers a clear and simple message of salvation, outlining how you can begin your personal relationship now. First, recognize that you are a sinner, as all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, understand that there is a cost to our sin, as the wages of sin is death. Third, realize that Jesus alone paid that price. To receive salvation, simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart that He alone can save you, and He will. If we can help you with your salvation or to direct you to a local church, please do not hesitate to contact us. For additional helpful resources, including our new TV series, more information, or to donate and support this crucial ministry, please visit us at WoundedSpirits.com. May God bless you.